Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Will. Today I'm joined by Jason Myers, founder of Clover Peak Publishing, author of See No Evil, Cupid, Decisions, and featured in many anthologies. Jason, how are you doing? Very good, how are you? Pretty good. Just uh, keeping up on this uh, beautiful night. It's actually warm outside. Right? How weird is that? Because it was like freezing yesterday and it's going to be freezing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They said tomorrow's going to be even better. So I'm fingers oh, crossed. There we go. So I start every episode by asking, what is your favorite horror movie of all time? Of all time? Um, it varies because every year it seems to be something different. Last year was Trick or Treat. But I think this year I've rewatched the whole Scream series over and over again so many times that I got to go with uh, Mr. Ghostface and the Scream. Even the new one in the standard alone by itself is very good. Yeah, I enjoyed the new one. It's actually a pretty fun movie. A lot of people hated on it because it was in New York and didn't have Sydney in it, but I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it holds its own by itself. Yeah, I kind of guessed who the killer was right away, though, because it was pretty right. obvious. It's maybe good, maybe that was part of the script, though. Maybe they wanted it to be obvious. Right, right. something different. Yeah. So what's it like running a company like uh, Clover Peak Publishing? Uh, it's pretty It's pretty. Easy. It's pretty laid back. It's just me. And I get to just, you know, do my own thing and, you know, go at my own speed and get to release things, you know, that jump out to me like, oh, that would be cool. <laughs> and so I just, just got it down. I got some in the back of my mind on the back burner. Do you work with a lot of other authors? Uh, no, this is solo this time. All me. Oh, that's cool. So uh, how do you pick projects for yourself? Is it something where you just have something ready already or do you plan stuff ahead? Um, I'm just kind of in the middle of this longer story that's turned into a novel by itself. And I've been reached out to and asked to be in an anthology and said, absolutely. I love that idea. And I'm not sure if he's gone public with it yet. So I don't know if I can say much on that, but I'm excited for that one. And then in the midst of everything, I've got another side project that I'm working on that's just kicking off and just trying to keep myself busy and focused and right in the way and always got something to do what's your process like like do you have a word count you want to hit every day or do you have a time allotted or what do you do uh it comes in, in spurts um so when i when i have time and i'm in that mood and i've got the the keyboard in front of me i'm just firing away and then i'm like just everybody leave me alone i'm in my zone and kind of doing my own thing in my mode and and then other nights i'm like i need a break <laughs> like yeah. I, I have to live too you know i got my kids and then, you know, that takes up a lot of my time doing sports and cheerleading. And yeah, everybody's got something going on on the weekends and doing shows. And it's nice to be able to go at a pace that I can, you know, go up and down and ride in the waves in the free time that I have now. Yeah. Uh, somebody was telling me the other day they were trying to give uh, well-meaning advice, but they were saying, yeah, pump out so many books a year to stay relevant. You have to have so much going on at once to stay relevant. And I kind of reject that. Right. I think you should do it naturally. I, I'm the opposite. Now I'm now that I've had time away from you know in like a break here, and it's like, no, because not everybody comes out with, you know, a book every year, and not everybody does three or four or five books a year. It's just it's it all on the person. It depends on what their schedule is and what they can you know in you know, <laughs> welcome to 2023. What they can afford you know to take time away from other things. It's you know to work on this you know venue that they're you know they're trying to do and yeah. it's just wow it's a busy world 
Yeah, it is. Speaking of busy, you're doing a lot of uh, touring lately, aren't you? Yeah, I'm loving this, man. This is just fun. Just going to table events and, you know, talking to people. That's, that's my one of my favorite things to do is just talk to you and see what you're into and see if I can help guide you towards, if I don't have it, what can I help you? And here's somebody else that might have it. And that's the best thing about it. It's just, you get to meet so many new people and get more people reading. And you realize there's a lot more people reading now than there was years ago. Cause it seems to pick back up now. So I'm loving that. What all events have you been to this year? Oh, uh, recently I have done, I did a show in, my hometown in Maumee, um, following that, I did one, oh, uh, you and I did them all together. That mm-hmm. was just a couple weeks ago. We did that book fair. That was where I, where I met you and watched your table while we you know, got to run to the bathroom as fast as we could through the mall of people. And <laughs> Yeah. Um, I've done... Um, I did a night market, which was awesome because it was just an open air in the beginning of summer and it was nice and hot out and everybody was just in good spirits and they were serving. It was like a, like a, just a big fun time. And that was a great show. I did one at the uh, bookstore in Perrysburg called gathering volumes. Not too long ago. It was a uh, parking lot party. There was food trucks, beer trucks. Uh, I think there was 12 authors. We were out there and, Oh, yeah, it was awesome to be a part of that. And then, like I said, you and I, we did that mall. That was that was fun. That was kind of a weird show, too, being in the middle of a mall like that with a bunch of people just milling around. Yeah, especially in the food court. Like, okay, that's fair. Like, we can sit here and smell food all night, too. Great. Oh, yeah. Access to- <laughs> Got people just sitting next to your table eating food. Right. Like, oh, yeah, just don't do that over on top of my stuff here, please. Yeah. So uh, what about your new book? Uh, what can you tell us about it? Um, the one that's coming out next month is a short story collection that is filled with over 20 stories. Um, it's a There's four brand new ones in there, too. And there's one that's uh, it's called Slurpee. And it's just about a, a gas station robbery gone so very wrong. Not specifically horror, but definitely uh, splatter. Um, another one in there is it's called drips. It's about a story about a guy in the shower with back problems and takes place in the man's shower. And it's a nice little short banger about creepy crawlies. Oh, but there, yeah, there's two other new ones in there. Plus all my other ones that have been collected in all the anthologies I've been in the last three years. And they're all being collected in one book. And then I put in a, entire back section of flash which is for those that don't know but hopefully they do is you know a story with a set amount of words that you have to hit you know no above no below these are all 500 word bangers so there's a i think there's a dozen of them in there that have been published and then one more bonus story at the end and yeah so it's a nice big collection it's just different styles that i've written in different genres different takes on things you know not all horror but a lot of real nightmarish stuff you know i like to tend towards the people being the uh the villains and the monsters rather than the uh the werewolves and such but yeah yeah how do you uh structure your collection um this one is just stacked with the uh staggered 
stories from different different takes. I didn't want it to be like this is a twisted story. This is a uh, whodunit. This is a strictly. I wanted it just be sporadic. So when as you're going through, it's it's nice to be having a different different flow in every story, so it doesn't feel repetitive. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, it's just I you know. And here I'll key in on my my little secret project I was teasing about there for a minute. Um, for the end, for the flash, it's nice because you know they're just short. You just you know it's a page, a page and a half, or whatever, and you know, for those that have ADD and ADHD, like I do, but, you know, a lot of us do, we're in that, you know, TikTok mind frame rather than watching a whole movie. Um, so a lot of people don't have time to read a whole book sometimes. They want something short and sweet. So in the back of that, there's, you know, a dozen, um, you know, flash stories. But in the process of doing that, I'm going to do another release and it's going to be a bunch of drabbles, which are hundred word stories where you have to hit. Um, so it's just going to be a big old collection of fun travels from different, uh, it's going to have, you know, different chapters or different subjects and there'll be just travels about each. And I'm looking forward to that. I've been working on that one, just, you know, throwing, a, throwing together a nice little tale and a hundred words, get in, get twisted and get out. Do you have a uh, favorite kind of word count as far as like what your sweet spot is? Um, my sweet spot, I like to be between, I would say eight and 15, somewhere in there. I think that's enough to build a relationship with your reader and, you know, get them invested in, into a character before, you know, you start, you know, drawing it out. But sometimes, you you know, you can ditch the filler and just get in there and get nasty with it. 8,000 and 15,000 or 800 and 1,500? Uh, 8,000. Okay. Yeah, I like, yeah, no, a bigger chunk in short stories. The drabbles are just fun for we're like, oh, you know what? Nope. Write that down real quick. Yeah. You work around, you work around that number. And, so um, what shows do you have coming up? Um, this weekend, I have a show out in Bowling Green. Um, so that's going to be fun. And thank God it's not another eight-hour one because that was that was rough, bud. Yeah, <laughs> it's sitting there all day. Ball. Yeah, this was, uh, I think it's four or five hours. and So it should be fun. It's a nice day this weekend, too. And it's close to Halloween, so it's a big fall event. And I'll be there representing with all the spookies I can bring out. And then I've got... A uh, bunch of links to that book I was just talking about, Metamorphoses, with my collection that's coming out. So it's pre-orders. I did that at the last show, and that was nice because they could just scan the QR code, and they said, oh, I can feel it in my pocket. Amazon just told me. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. They thought it was funny, and I loved it, and they loved it. And so that went over well. So looking forward to having that book in hand because, you know, just, just hold it. You know, that's just that whole different feeling when you're like, okay, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So next month, eleven eleven, that one's coming out. You've been doing this long enough. You probably have a wealth of knowledge. Uh, what can you share with us about marketing and how that works? Uh, remember, this is indie. You know, for those, those that are doing indie, which means independent indie, you're doing this yourself. So when you're promoting, promote, 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 talk. Get your word of mouth out there. You're, there's going to be a lot of people that didn't even know that that was a thing. Like, oh, I don't know that people did a bunch of books with just little stories together like oh you mean short story collection like yeah like oh dude check these people out and then you can direct them towards other people in the community and that's you know i love that part of it but it's it's again it's indie so you get out of it what you put into it though you know you have to you have to go and do the eight hour shows in the mall just so your name's out there and get to meet a bunch of new readers which is cool because you know you get to recognize them and because of that i got hooked on these tiktok podcasts 
because there are so many book talkers out there in our ADD world. Book talk on TikTok is amazing because you get these reviews that are just quick in and out. Like, this is why you should read this book. This is awesome. This is what it's about. Like, oh, you know, there are a bunch of blurbs all over TikTok, and that's what it is. And it's great. It's a, it's a, I think that's one of the greatest things to the community out of there that the reviewers are just as hungry as the authors. They're, they they want to be, hey, can I read this? Do you mind? Can I talk? Can, you, can I give you a review? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, we live for that. So there, you know, there's a for marketing for those that don't, you know, are newer or whatever. Hit up those book talkers, man. These are hungry, awesome, awesome readers. You have any that you'd recommend? Oh, um, yeah, but I don't know their handles. So go to my <laughs> uh, go to my links, and then look at the people that I follow, and they've all, all got books next to their names. So if you see the book emoji, those are the people. Um, I know Jessa. I can remember her. She's awesome. Uh, she's got a little potty mouth on her, which is my style. So I'm cool with, with that. Um, so she'll say, Hey, what's up guys? Here's the real truth about this book. And she'll lay it out there. And so that's cool. So it's not always short, you know, it's not always the nice and, Oh, this was a great book because they did this. No, sometimes it's all right. Here's the nasty crap guys. Here it comes. <laughs> and, you know, they'll give you spoiler warnings and everything. And, those are, and, and then you'll, you know, you get that algorithm going and then you start running into these people and you're like, oh, hey, then they tag each other, too. Just like how authors do, how we always, you know, you got to talk about other authors, too. Like, hey, check out this guy, Chase. Hey, you know, he's great. And it's true. And so, you know, just to be able to talk about, you know, they're hungry. They're just like us, man. They're they're just the readers. They don't want to write it. They just want to read it. They want to devour it as much as we want to write it out. And uh, writing-wise, who are some of your influences? Like, what got you into writing? Um, I grew up just, you know, loving reading as a kid. It was my thing. Uh, King, obviously, he was huge in my life. I have so many, like, Stephen King-inspired tattoos. And, yeah, definitely King. Um, my favorite book of all time, actually, is Fences. And I'm going to bomb his name right now but it's just this great little book that we were forced to read in school and it was one that one in uh 1984 i remember i pocketed those ones from high school they're still in my collection actually and it still says you know property of mommy high school please return by oops but yeah i mean just classics i just want i just like my style is i want to write something that's believable as much as can be and to the point where it's going to be remembered. And like my one story decisions, it, I get all these people like, I, that sticks with me. That's, and that's what I want. I want to be like, okay, I want to be to the point where someone's like, I can remember and recite names of characters back to you. Like that would be awesome. You know, I had a, I have a music background, you know, I grew up playing guitar in a band with my twin brother. And, uh, so I like when it comes <clears throat> when it comes oh hang on bud sure all right some technical difficulties yeah something just clicked on my phone there <laughs> oh all right okay i'm back i'm sorry about that you're fine what were we saying we're talking about influences <laughs> and writing. oh influences writing um so yeah you know i like the classics i like you know, the King, uh, Chismar is definitely a huge influence on me. Um, 
when it comes to like indie, I don't even want to start the list. There's so many. Everybody that you've interviewed, I was scrolling through all years. I'm like, all these guys are bangers, man. Yeah. Everybody, was everybody lucky. out there right now. There's just, oh, I want everybody to read everybody. Like, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out. You got to know these people. You got to check the, oh. Everybody, what, are some, uh, what are some tropes you try to stay away from when writing? Is there anything you try to not do? Um, I don't like going too extreme. You know, I'm fine with extreme stream and I, you know, I was an EMT for a long time and so I've seen it and I know how to describe it but when it comes to like the over the top like okay that you could have gone you you didn't need to even put that in there that's just gross for the sake of gross so I avoid that uh, um, so I don't when it comes to extreme levels I don't like to do the gross out I don't think I, I don't it's just not my style I don't have it in me I've seen it in real life so pass um, I stay away from I'll, Love, I love the dogs, man. Keep the dog. Never kill the dog, please. <laughs> I hate books that kill the dog. Yeah. Right. Oh. It's like the only thing they introduce the dog for is to kill it, and I'm always pissed off about that. Right. Oh, there's so much more. There, there's. Oh, I would risk my life for a dog over a person any day of the week. <laughs> Dogs are so good. Right. So where can everybody find your work at before we close out? Um, You can find me at the link tree for Clover Peak Publishing. Um, I am on TikTok at Jason Myers Horror. I am on Facebook, where I'm sure you'll find this tagged. And then my link tree's plastered on all that stuff. Sweet. Well, Jason, thank you so much for making time for this. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, you have a great night. You too, man. Bye. See you.